G'day and welcome to the Dolby Anglican Podcast. My name is David Brown and I'm one of the ministers at Dolby Anglican Church. If you'd like to learn more about our church, please visit anglicandolby.org.au. Today's sermon is a Palm Sunday sermon, but it focuses on Psalm 31 verses 9 to 16, which say this, Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am in distress. My eye grows weak with sorrow, my soul and body with grief. My life is consumed by anguish and my years by groaning. My strength fails because of my affliction and my bones grow weak. Because of all my enemies, I am the utter contempt of my neighbours and an object of dread to my closest friends. Those who see me on the street flee from me. I am forgotten as though I were dead. I have become like broken pottery, for I hear many whispering terror on every side. They conspire against me and plot to take my life. But I trust in you, Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from my enemies, from those who pursue me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your unfailing love. This is the word of the Lord. Enjoy the sermon. Lots of news articles have been published recently with expert social isolation tips. There's advice from former hostages, nuns, social psychologists, NASA astronauts, and even survival expert Bear Grylls has 100 survival challenges for kids in isolation. It might surprise you to learn that the Bible has its own social isolation expert advice right in the book of Psalms. King David, of David and Goliath fame, was anointed king early in his life, which really upset the current king, King Saul, who tried to kill him many times. So David spent around seven years hiding in caves on the run from Saul. David was isolated from his family, from his friends, and even his wife. But David made it through, or more accurately, God got David through. And he actually grew in faith and as a person during his time in isolation. Psalm 31 gives us insight into what we can learn about living in physical isolation. David learned that social isolation doesn't mean spiritual isolation. We must learn to grieve our losses, develop godly grit, and when we do, we'll discover an unshakable hope in the Lord. So tip one, grieve your losses. Psalm 31 is full of hope and optimism, but it's also incredibly real in its sense of grief. Verses 10 to 11 of Psalm 31 say, My life is consumed by anguish, and my years by groaning. My strength fails because of my affliction, and my bones grow weak. Because of all my enemies, I am the utter contempt of my neighbours, and an object of dread to my closest friends. Those who see me on the street flee from me. You can feel the palpable sense of loss and pain in the heart of David as he pours out his stresses before God. He doesn't pretend everything is okay or try to put on a happy face. He's brutally honest. Friends, we have a God who is ready to stand by us in our sorrow and who knows our disappointments. God's not going to tell you to buck up and stop whinging because you can't enjoy your morning coffee anymore. God's not going to tell you to dry up because there are others who have it worse than you. God comes down into our fallen world full of pain and brokenness and calls us to do life with him. If you're missing visits from grandkids, being able to walk without people dancing two meters around you, if you're grieving the loss of a holiday, your freedom, your spiritual, emotional or physical health, then God hears you. 
If we're going to make it through this time of trial stronger people, we need to learn to lament and grieve well, pouring out our hearts to the God who cares for us all. Tip two is to develop godly grit. We learn about godly grit in verses 12 to 15, where David writes, I am forgotten as though I were dead. I have become like broken pottery, for I, for I hear many whispering, terror on every side. They conspire against me and plot to take my life. But I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me. David hasn't learned how to turn a frown upside down. He's learned to turn hopelessness into hope, terror into trust, fear into faith. While hiding out, there are two times where King Saul and his army almost find David and kill him. One time, Saul came so close to David's hiding place that he almost urinated on him. In that moment, David realized that he had a chance to kill his enemy and take the throne for himself. But he didn't. He refused to take the life of a man God had anointed king. And so he says, my times are in your hands, God. Developing godly grit isn't about letting life walk over you. Instead, it's about knuckling down and making the most of life, whatever the weather. Controlling the things you can control and leaving the rest up to God. Today is Palm Sunday, when we remember how Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey, knowing full well he would be condemned to die there a few days later. Jesus faces life with godly grit, knowing his future is in God and God cannot be stopped. Godly grit is about getting up in the morning and know God will be with you every step of the way. And so you can dig deep and face the day with courage and faith, no matter what. This is the final thing I want to show you from Psalm 31. Verse 24 says, Be strong and take heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Jesus rode into Jerusalem in the same way King David did after years of hiding out, isolated in caves, on a donkey. As Jesus rides in, echoing King David, the people think Jesus is riding in to take David's throne back from the fake king, Herod, by force. They put palm branches down and shout Hosanna, which means saviour. Palm branches were the symbols on Herod's coins. So the crowds are making a green carpet for the king they want to take over, but also graphically portraying how they want Jesus to stamp all over Herod. But Jesus doesn't care about Herod. He doesn't go to his palace. Instead, he goes straight to the temple. He's not a military messiah. He's God's chosen savior king. A few days later, Herod will mock him and Jesus will be lifted up, not on a king's throne, but on a rebel's cross. This is Jesus' crowning moment. This is where his unshakable hope is put on show. As Jesus dies, he quotes Psalm 31 verse 5. Into your hands, Lord, I commit my spirit. Deliver me, Lord, my faithful God. The cross was meant to humiliate Jesus, but his resurrection shows us that those who hope in the Lord will never be put to shame. Friends, could it be that God is allowing us to go through our present trials to help us grow? Could it be that God is showing us in this moment that life with God with suffering is better 
than life with God, without God, with any type of luxury. Could God be allowing us to pass through this present time of trial to show us how much we need him and how quickly everything we build our lives on beside him can crumble? When we lament before God, allowing him to develop godly grit inside us, we discover unshakable hope. This is the hope that David had. It's also the hope Jesus, the true David, the true king of all the world offers us today. The love of God cannot be quarantined. Friends, as we celebrate Palm Sunday and ride into Holy Week with Jesus, let's be real with God. Let's face each day with godly grit and let's commit our spirits into the hands of Jesus. The only one who offers us unshakable hope. Amen.